Dusty Baker will not return as manager of the Washington Nationals. Thanks for checking out the DMV Sports Roundtable with George Wallace, Jamal Bowens, and Chris Cheon. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. And here's one way to think about this, guys. The Nationals will now have had three managers during the time that Jay Gruden has been head coach of the wow. Redskins. How's it's that been, for stability or this, lack this thereof? Will be the seventh, whoever they hire will be the seventh manager in 14 seasons. None of them have gone past two and a half seasons. It's ridiculous. There's, if, if you're looking for job stability, then that's not where you want to go. <laughs> that's not it. They're I don't know. Where, where do you go from here? They're channeling you, their inner early Dan Snyder. They exactly. They, they don't. You've you know, made. Don't know how to win. This is a this is a desirable job. This is a, almost a dream job. Of you look is. at the, the, the makeup of this up, team. Yeah. You look at the fan base, the city that they play in, uh, their their resume, and well, not necessarily postseason, but this their resume period. And now you've made it less desirable, in in, in my opinion. I sort of compare this to uh, the Pope actually, and I think that's the way the owner <laughs> said it. We'll see the prior Pope, yeah, I'd love to hear the prior Pope, I think, was kind of the transition until the one that we have now, Pope Francis, who is the younger, more, I guess probably built for longevity at the position, and I kind of think that's what Dusty Baker was. They knew that he was a veteran manager, probably not going to be somebody that was going to be here a long time, but he was somebody in this window that the Nats had an opportunity to win a World Series with. Unfortunately, that certainly doesn't happen, and now who are you going to attract to come here unless you give a long-term deal because I just and think pay, this, which not, they don't do. And they're not going to do this. Here, you're, I'd be worried if I was any sort of manager yeah. that, the, hey, I don't want to go to Washington. I have two bad years. I'm out. And then what? I'm going to get relegated back to being a Pretty bench much. coach? No. I, I mean, I'm, I don't I don't know. You might be able to throw out some names of who's available because I have no clue of what candidates there would be. Um Roto World floated out. Mike Maddox, who is now currently he's a pitching coach. But I'll defer like, to George like on that said, one George, if he thinks that, the, uh, that could happen. His contract is up as well, but you know if they want to hire him, they can they right. can do that if they want. But I, I'm with Chi on this. The biggest thing for me is where do you go from here? And then you know we can get into why Dusty was fired, which is not surprised. I didn't think it would happen today. I'm not necessarily surprised by that. It was a possibility, but the way he controlled and conducted that clubhouse. You don't get that from from everybody. Everybody can't hold Jason Worth in check and and hold and and keep that clubhouse as tight knit and united as he did while he was here. That's a big piece. And there's something to be said, in my opinion, too, when it comes to baseball about being a player's manager. This isn't football where you need guys to get, you know, jacked up to play right. on Sundays and if they're not matching your level of intensity or buying into your program it's a short window baseball you're there every single day you know think about your job too if you're working for somebody that you don't like you see him every single day and i think dusty baker nailed that and that's why i'm sad to kind of see him go today the players liked him bryce harper liked him you i heard you know Gio gonzalez talking about one time after one of his starts just talking about the overall feel of the locker room is one that is favorable and positive and yeah. i just think that there's something to be said about that when guys come in and they're happy to go to work every day well and we'll, hopefully that's yeah that doesn't know, come along every well then the pl- well the players should be responsible they should feel responsible yeah. because yeah. they didn't hit geo had a 4-1 lead and exactly. you started game five and you can't go longer than three innings the bloop falls in in left field you have two starters take no hitters into the sixth inning Scherzer, and games Scherzer one and three melts and down lose. in game five scherzer loses game five weeders can't catch the ball 
Uh, Lobatone gets picked off first. I mean, that stuff. That's I'm sorry. At some point, yeah. you have to take responsibility. You put the. You, this is a team that won 96 games, 97 games, and Dusty, I might say, also navigated through the. Yes, the division was awful, but he also navigated through this with the with the AAA outfield when that with all the injuries yeah. that were going on. Well, so you know, and he did mismanage in the playoffs. I'm not going to yeah. deny that mm-hmm. he did, but at some point, you have the players have to take responsibility, and at some point. You have, you know, a guy won 96, 97 games, and and with the team that's still going to be ready to win next year. And for years to come, because they got a lot of young talent. And and Harper's free agent year, you're going to bring in somebody with no major league experience because you don't want to pay somebody? Or are you going to bring in somebody? The only only veteran guy that's going to come in here is somebody that's dying to get back in the game and will take any sort of job who's been out of the game because he's not, hasn't produced. Yeah, and you know what? And to your point, baseball. Is is not like football, like you said before. It's the manager makes his tweaks here and there to the lineup, but other than that, it's all players. Or even basketball too. I mean, you got to be able to buy yeah. into a system yeah. where you're playing ISO or you're playing right. in certain form. All exactly. five guys being included. Look at Luke Walton. Yeah, you know when when Steve Kerr, he wasn't the head coach. He came in, still won 35, 36 games. Right. You know, and in in the interim. So it didn't really make a difference who was at them. And they did the same thing with, uh, was it Mike? Uh, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yeah, in Golden State. Uh, you know, he yeah. popped in. Yeah. It, nothing changed. They didn't They didn't skip a beat, and they kept rolling to a championship. So it's similar to that situation where you can have somebody come and make little tweaks to the lineup, but it's all about the players. It's all about they didn't hit, they almost squandered, you know, magnificent pitching from Strasburg and Scherzer. They did. And well, they did. Yeah. And yeah. almost they did. Yeah. So it's on the players. It is on the players. That I don't put on Dusty at all. He didn't make missteps, but the majority of the blame for that, but for for the, the series falls on the players. Well, I want to talk about one player too, and what you guys think they should do with Daniel Murphy. Um, kind of seemingly. Had an incredible season once again, and then August comes around in September, and he sort of just, whether it's due to injuries, the body wearing down a little bit, his production fell off, and he wasn't really anything all that special in the postseason. Yeah. Just like Trey Turner. I think Trey Turner, if you want to blame one player, it's him. he's young in this in this lineup, so I'm not going to totally bash the guy, but they go the as Trey Turner up. go, and when True. he is not getting on base get on and getting base to second, four, yeah. Yeah. You but, just... but offensively, in game four, he was the first one to wake up. He yeah. was. Because everybody else was 1 for 12, 1 was. for this, 1 for, for 13, that. 1 for 14. And game four rolls around, and he was the first one whose bat wakes up. Right. And do, then subsequently everybody yeah. else's bat wakes up. Do they but keep I, Murphy? Th- this team, huh? Do they keep Murphy? He's got one year left. Oh, he's got one yeah. year. One year? Yeah, so yeah. he signed See, that Christmas Eve. Three year deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, Rizzo's he, contract's he up be, next year. Harper's wow. up next year. Murphy's done after next year. Look, yeah, this see, team <sighs> for a team that's 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 been in this postseason and and and, and um has been there before. Yeah. Quite to, a few to, times. To get right. To get to game five and all of a sudden forget how to do everything, which yeah, is right. what happened. I'm sorry, I don't put that on. I, I don't put that on the manager. I, I, I have know. to, that's, I have that's to that's jump in though, uh, for the sake of balance. I mean, you guys have repeatedly said, "Okay, he mismanaged in the playoffs." I'll gi- I'll give you that. I mean, that's like a, a celebrity chef comes in and you give him all the <laughs> the Rolls Royce of ingredients, and then he burns all the food, and you say, "Oh, uh, well, that's too bad," you know. And I mean, one of the things that people have been critical of Dusty about is how long he pitches his pitchers in the regular season. Yeah. If yeah. you know Max Scherzer, Gio Gonzalez, Steven Strasburg, they had some of the highest pitch. 
counts in Major League Baseball. But again, well, that's not really the league. reason why that they no. faltered in the postseason. So, and Dimitri, to your point, I'm talking about mismanaging. You know, there were there were you know going to. Going to uh, Sammy Solis, who should never have been in the no, game. No, he shouldn't some have been of, on the some team of those, this year. Yeah, some terrible. of those moves. Not not pulling Worth. Yes. That, worth, yeah. worth, first of all, again, it's debatable whether loyal. he should have been in the lineup. I exactly agree. Loyal to a fault. I agree. And Put it's debatable. Put Goodwin See, that's the thing. You got four guys. If you look at anybody else on that lineup that wasn't hitting, there's not really anybody else that you would pull for them. There were four guys. You have Lind. Kendricks, Goodwin, yeah. Robles even. Those are four options that you have for this one guy who's not hitting. Right. Anybody else on in that lineup, you're like, nah, I can't pull him because I don't have anybody that I can put in for him. There were four people that you could choose from in, to, to, in certain to the lineup, in a lineup that wasn't hitting. Yeah. And all of those guys that I mentioned can hit and add some pop to the lineup when the bats are dead. He, chose, he chooses to stay loyal yeah. to Worth. And and this is where it got him. And look, and this as as close as the series was, a little move here and there would have made a difference. Exactly. Yes, because the Cubs weren't scoring either. Right. But but again, every button Dusty pushed in that series didn't work. He moves Worth back up to two. Mm-hmm. He comes up in Game Four with the bases loaded oh twice. My God. Yeah. And doesn't produce. So that's like a t- you know. Imagine strikes. if Adam Eaton was in that lineup. Right. That's why they got Adam Eaton in the offseason. That was mm-hmm. very unfortunate what happened in the beginning of the season because of Turner Eaton yeah. into Bryce Harper, Murphy Zimmerman. And yeah. then, I get then. listen. I get. I get. I get that. Uh, you know his faults and what he did in the postseason. There were a lot of questionable calls. Yes, because everything is magnified in the postseason. Right. My question is, what if you don't have a plan of what's next? Then you don't make this move unless you've got something cooking. Yeah, I, I just don't see it, especially with so much uncertainty and coming I hope up. They do in the next year. You don't make this move. You're gonna go back to Cal Ripken again for the third time. And oh try to get my him god! I heard somebody team. mention his name earlier. Well, every time today. this job's open, I think, his name I comes think up. no one mentioned his name earlier. But you're right. If I hope they have a plan, because if you don't. You don't have to make this decision today. Correct. This Dave is, Martinez is, is a name I'm saying. Sorry to interrupt you, Jamal, but that's that? uh, he is uh, Joe Hat Matt, uh, Madden's right hand man. Now okay. that the uh, Cubs have been eliminated, uh, hmm. Joe Madden known for his uh, you know sort of acumen when it comes to baseball, and so Dave Martinez that's somebody that could help them get down, and that's kind of a guy that can stay for the, the you know some longevity. I mentioned and well, I was I don't reading. Know, a sport- do they want that though? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was reading a sporting news article and they mentioned Tony Larusa. I mean. That is a window manager guy. If you know, Tony like ninety seven. Right, that's my point. Or Terry Collins, for that matter. Tony was old when I was young. (laughs) Although I would love Terry Collins in a Nats uniform. I always liked him. No, you you won't. Throw Bobby Valentine next. I mean, that's that's where we're at right now because you're talking about someone uh, with with the person you just mentioned. I don't know if they're looking for someone who wants that longevity or anybody that. I I don't not sure if they're looking for that because in, and then on the flip side if somebody that wants a, f- a long future in, in in managing in major league baseball why would you come here with the track record that they have of all these six managers only lasting two and a half seasons well I'll tell you if they call Brad Ausmus who was fired by the Tigers and Ron Gardenhire now hired by them I'm sure he'd come here because he kind of had a little bit of a disastrous stint there but well if you got uh, somebody like that that wants something to prove yeah and and they and they and has a boatload of talent to be able to, you know, make that run, then that might be your kind of candidate. What Dusty wanted. I mean, Dusty was... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they try to, you know, if you try to right your ship, 
This is the place to do Look, it. But done, just you've know gone, that you've gone new. You've gone Matt Williams, who who messed yeah. up in the postseason and got he won a division championship. You went old time. with Davey You went Johnson. old school with Davey. You went old school with Dusty. Okay. You went old school with Frank uh, Frank Robinson to, to start off yeah, this whole seven. thing. So here's my question: Is this a highly sought after job, knowing that? The short leash on managers, and that, that's the biggest question. Because I everything think so, else makes because it. it's there's too much talent here that you know you're not going to the yeah. Miami Marlins who are in the middle of a deconstruct under Derek Jeter. That's there's true. enough talent where I think any manager will say, "I can win a World Series here." And if you win a World Series, then then you get your then, longevity. Then I think if you can bring a constant parade down Constitution Avenue, you're you, going to you be, can have whatever you want. Yeah, you know, you got the keys to the kingdom. Then you can get whatever you want if you do that. If you're willing to. You need you need somebody with a Kirk Cousins mindset that's going to bet on themselves in the short term. Did you say this is the third manager since Jay third, third manager since wow. th- this would be the third coming in now. Jay's in his fourth year. Yeah. Jeez. It's it, interesting where stability has shifted. I mean, yeah. seven in 14 years. That's I told you that place in Ashburn was stable. Huh? <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Man. So uh, yeah. the, the yeah. consensus then is uh, some up-and-coming guy, a bench coach somewhere, or or, we'll be or, next, or right? they could find another old veteran, you know, pull somebody from the booth. I don't know. I you think know, Sandy. If, you know, if you had to ask me right now, Sandy Almar Jr. is who they're going to get. If wow. the Mets don't end up getting him, because that's who the Mets have talked about hiring. Hmm. So we'll see. I that mean, he's somebody. I, I like these kind of uh, former catchers because catchers are the the guys that see the whole field and typically are yeah. the ones who communicate. Not are typically they are the ones who talk to the pitchers the most. So you're kind of dipping in each facet of the game the most, and Sandy Almar Jr., a veteran, highly respected, him and his whole, you know. It has to be one of those guys because of the veteran clubhouse. It has to yeah. be. It can't It can't be a Matt Williams. It can't. Yeah. You know, it has to be a veteran guy with managerial experience. I'm sorry, yeah, because you have Harper, you have Murphy, Worth's gone, fine, but Geo, Max, Strasburg, all these guys, Zim, they've all been around. Yeah. They need a guy that's been, like you know not necessarily, but also maybe. somebody that can deal with young players because they do have a nucleus of young players with Trey Turner and Michael A. and Robles and on down the line. Rendon, so you yeah. got in Rendon, you have to have people that uh, somebody that can deal with the vets, but also cultivate the young talent because you have a good mix. This is what you want on a roster. You don't want a, a right. totally young team. You don't. They're right. This is the poor that Goldilocks ate. This is the, the the right one. You have a mix of veterans who are not too old. I love you. Just dropped the Goldilocks. There right. you go. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Every, everybody, see? everybody knows I don't know Goldilocks. If I saw that coming. You didn't see that coming. Just like I, I didn't see him with the Pope reference. But that's hey, true. That's, that's what we're doing today. <laughs> that's true. I better think of. But you've got the perfect mix of of veterans who are still in their prime and young players who are just reaching their potential and and that's why the window this is not a cap situation where you fail in the playoffs and your window is pretty much shut their window is is wide open because of the young talent that they have and the players the vets that they have that are still in their prime and only going to get better so yes they failed in the, in the postseason but it's not a doom and gloom situation because they're still they can still get there you know, and, and multiple times with what they have on this roster, if it stays intact. But now, what does this do for Harper going forward? Well, that's a great question. And like someone said, you know, Harper's been. They're going to consult with him and say, who do you want to hire? <laughs> yeah, as but here's the thing. Harper's Did they been, consult with him before they got rid of Dusty? Harper's been a big Dusty fan, but then someone, is, I was texting a friend of mine earlier, said, I said, Harper loves Dusty. And he said, well, 
Not he didn't love him enough to hit in the postseason. Obviously. No, apparently not. <laughs> and the, the whole roster didn't. And Nobody let me did. Just kind of looking ahead here, do the learners love Harper enough that they're going to shell out the necessary no. money that probably is going they, to be needed? Twenty eighteen. Probably. It's unfortunate, but they. You know, I mean, they, they have should, but they probably a lot of money won't. tied up in Scherzer and Strasburg yeah. already. So they are, you know, they are very. And Mike Rizzo's deal is last year's deal yeah. next year. So unfortunately, that you know they they showed out money when they had to. They didn't want to. They didn't want to pay straws all that money. They didn't want to do all that. That was Rizzo kind of like, hey, you you need to do this. Yep. If anybody that you need to retain, that's the face of your franchise is Bryce Harper. Yeah, but when I'm seeing Kike Hernandez hit three home runs last night, an yeah. unsung hero for the Dodgers, do we need to spend $400 million on an outfielder that can go cold in the postseason? I just I, I wonder about I that sometimes. I'm sometimes I'm okay with Paige Strasburg because the guy in a postseason got it done, and he got it done, especially the second half of this year, incredibly. Every time he went out, he pitched well. You, you Scherzer, gotta... you shore up a rotation, and that's how you – look at the Astros. They're banking on – they're not – Banking on Jose Altuve. They're banking on Justin Verlander to go six, okay. seven innings tonight. So. And can you imagine if Strasburg and Max Scherzer hadn't done what they did in games one and three? Oh, it would have been, been a sweep. Because, yeah. But to your point, I agree with that. Harper has yet to, yeah. you know, okay, see, it's a couple home runs, but he's field, yet to, you know. On the field, I agree with you. But when you have a player like Strasburg, and this is what you have to think about as an owner, not necessarily a GM, because as an owner, you're looking at it twofold. Mm-hmm. It's the face of my franchise on the field and then off the field. Kids buys jerseys, and then, yeah. and then what can I – how does he promote for the team? How does he generate oh, he's revenue? A great, he's a market. I mean, it's, 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 exactly. it's totally – so, no, you're right. So with their, with their thinking, I get what you're saying with the on the field stuff. You, you're 100% right with that. But they also have to think about the marketing mm-hmm. and revenue aspect of it and no one else on that team. Outside, If you ask anyone that doesn't live in this area and is like – just say a casual baseball fan. And you say, who's on the Nationals? The first person they're going to mention, most likely, you might get some some Strasburgers, some Scherzers. First person that's going to come out of most people's mouths is going to be Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Because and, he and, is the face of the franchise. And so maybe with no, uh, no knowledge of what position he plays or really right. what he does. Yeah. Just, hey, it's Bryce. Just, it's it's a, Bryce that guy with the cool hair. Exactly. You know, that kind you of know, thing. That thing. So you have, they have to think about it. Rizzo doesn't have to think about that part of it. But the learners, when it comes down to that decision, they have to think about that because that affects their revenue stream for the team. And then if he's gone, okay, now who's your new face? Who am I putting out there to promote my franchise and market my franchise if it's not Bryce Harper? Because I can't think of anybody else right now who's on that roster that's going to fill that spot. You know, it's funny is thinking about Trey Rizzo. Turner, but I mean, he's, he's, kind, of, he's kind of a softer character. Yeah. He's younger. He too, doesn't have so, that. Swag. You know. I mean, but it's funny. You Bryce think about gives you the edge, but he's also a Mormon. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's both. <laughs> you talk about Mike Rizzo and, you know, last year, last year of his deal coming up. I don't know, you know, I don't, as much as I was, uh, you know, not in that Rizzo corner with the whole letting Zimmerman and Desmond go and the whole Strasburg thing. I mean, he has put together a championship team. I mean, at some point, I don't know what else you could ask him to do. Nothing. Right, and their, and their weak point was the bullpen, and he and did he, a good he, job at the, he always, the deadline. Yeah, it's not his fault his manager didn't use him in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. He, he comes through when they need something. 
he's been very good at addressing issues. He found if guys he, like Michael A. Taylor, who was just yeah. last year, was he, like, is this guy ever going to pan out or make it into yeah, the off the Turner switch. He brings yep. in Kendricks. Who I think will be back, by the way. Lind was a great acquisition. Exactly. I think you re-signed Kendricks and Lind. You have to. Yeah. You know, you got Goodwin. You got, I mean, these guys that he pull in, Robles that you, you know, even going back to drafting guys that are top Giolito, top, top prospects, but you can turn them into assets that you need in, in, in you know, making trades. Right. So he's drafting well, and he's knowing, well, I'm going to keep this one, but if I do need to make a trade to get a, a reliever, to get a, a, another bat, or another starter, I have this top prospect in my pocket that I can make these moves, and he seems to be adept at doing both. And he wanted to keep Dusty on, right, George? Yes. From what it so this like. is a learner's decision. In a way, we're 20 minutes in and we buried the lead. I mean, yeah. it's the learners it who decided. It sounds like Rizzo fought for him, yeah. Well, that that just goes to, you know, this when you talk about dysfunction in the And that's the not bad town, for a guy it, that didn't want him in the first place. Right. He wanted, you know, hired Matt Williams three right. years ago. You know, when you talk about dysfunction amongst sports teams and this D.C. curse, which seems to be a real thing now. Especially when it comes to the postseason, you got to start looking at. We look at the players, we look at the coaches, we look at the GMs, it's the owners. When it comes down to it, because everything comes from way on high is the owners. It's Dan Schneider, it's Ted Leonsis, it's the learners. What are they doing that's causing this sort of dysfunction? They all seem to be doing the same thing. They all seem to make these curious hires and fires and this and that. And they want to win, but they just don't. None of them seem to know how to go about it. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing that that would worry me too is learners. Mike Rizzo didn't know that they were signing Max Scherzer until the night before. Learners worked mm. that deal out with Scott Boris. See, that's that's the thing. So that's not a good way. You, you know, know what I mean? That's, so that's, that's Dan Snyder 101. That. I didn't know that. I did not know that. But that's. So you see, learned they, something they, new. You didn't see that coming either. No, did you? I didn't. <laughs> they, they are becoming more and more Snyderish. As it goes on, it looks like Ted is probably most competent of the bunch right now, and he's got Ernie Grunfeld as a. As a uh, I don't know about that arena football league. Hopefully, that's not well, too much well, money, money not, loser yeah, for him. Yeah. But I, you know, I think his his son runs those. Okay, he's I, keeping the league alive with two teams. Yeah, he is four the Cleveland Cleveland Stars something. I don't know. Yeah, he really is because it, I think his son Baltimore Brigade. He's got two teams. He's got two right? teams. Yeah, his son and his his business partner. They they work with that. Okay. I don't think Ted really. You know, actually, I shouldn't be so critical. I know people who went to games in the arena this year and said it was a good time. So yeah, It was a good time. The team stunk, but it was a good time. <laughs> so with Leonsis, then you could ask the question, Barry Trotz, the Caps coach, mm-hmm. uh, would he deserve to be shown the door given the Dusty was just shown the door? We have two he's, teams that fail if they get in the postseason. Early in the playoffs, well, he's yes. in a lame duck year. Yeah, His is last year. He doesn't have a contract next year. Oh, well, see, there you go. So he may be headed. Down oh, I the, think he's. I think he's he a may candidate. Be out anyway, I think he's a candidate of this team. Who's which? This if this team, which is not going to be as good, no, as last year. Not this at team all. stumbles and and you know you hit the break maybe at some point in end of November December. This I may bet, be a I, wild card team. I bet this this take, team may barely make it into the playoffs. And it's hockey head totally coaches possible. sometimes have a short leash. I remember you know some of the New Jersey Devil teams that were great. Uh, coach would get fired a year or two after they would win a Stanley Cup, and yeah. it's not just their Detroit. Well, Red Wings too, here, but you know what? If this team makes yeah. it, barely makes it in, and this is a whole another conversation, I think that almost may be better for them to be playing to, to fight to get into the playoffs. Totally, and then you're, right have, huh? you're right about that. You're right. You're right. You're still talking agree. caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. pressure is I not agree. mounted like right. usual. You know 
And maybe the Nats need to do that. Maybe they need to back into the playoffs. Oh, I hate maybe the they fact need that to they, play their way in. They didn't in, play in a, in a meaningful game since June. Right. Maybe they need to back their way in. Also doesn't help when their competition half the time is against sub-500 teams like the Mets and right. the Marlins yeah. and the right. Phillies and, and then, the Braves. And when you get up against the yeah. Cubs, you know, you don't see teams like that in your division. And it's, 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 it's a shock for you that somebody actually matches up with you. Well, the Phillies could be a little better next year. They got nice young starters there and then guys like Reese Hoskins. So we'll see. But I still don't think anybody's touching the Nats even next sure. year. No, Are, this team's win. This could be a Braves of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It is. It, yeah. It's built that way. Yeah. But it's got to. you have to keep everybody intact, first of all. You know, and who knows how that's going to happen. You got to figure out who's going to lead this team. But with the talent that you have, yeah, you, this could be a dynasty. That's the type of talent that they have. So are there uh, invisible strings that are connecting the four pro teams and they all, like when one falters, they mm-hmm. all falter? Is that is that too weird a case No, because uh, no, the Redskins are on the up and up, and uh, so when one falters, another one surges a little bit here. I hope as, that's the case. It's, I, it's, it's way too early in the Redskins season. I don't even want to connect know, them to this situation. <laughs> it's right. too early to be right. jumping on any – I mean, they only beat the 49ers by a couple of points. They got guys. Yeah, well, we don't know. They uh, – just started. The Wizards just started, so let's hope they're, they're going to go into Philly and win Monday night. I'm telling but, you. But really? are you worried about yeah. Jonathan Allen not I being am. available the rest of the year? They, they, but they, Philly's they too a, much. Philly's they, feeling themselves a little too much right they now. They are. They are. Carson and you, Wentz is the MVP. You saw what Philly's happened. The number one team you in the saw what happened last night when you when we prop up these five and one teams yeah. and make them feel as though they're elite. Right. Things like last night happen, like what happened to Kansas City. Redskins play well there. Cousins plays well there. They're not. I mean, but I, I am worried about Allen. They they did give us a glimmer of hope because he's designated to return. Yeah. So I think uh, watching Gruden, he said that you know what after the surgery, you know the timetable. I guess whatever news they got, they got news kind of changed surgery. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a possible. I don't know what the range is because they you know they didn't say any sort of a specific timetable. But there's a glimmer of hope there. I mean, the thing that worries me li- is the corners, is Breland and, and Norman. But the Eagles, well, they're out there. They're, run, have to, they're running they're, around. I mean, huh? I mean, they're they're at they're limited at oh, practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're running yeah. around. If they can go, they'll go. Especially in a game who like is this. kicking for the Redskins? Nick Rose. He's never never kicked, kicked in a game. Game. Kicked. What so, could go wrong? So that's what I'm saying. So I, I'm but, adding but Jonathan Allen's uh, gone yeah, for yeah. now. No, no kick. Well, I can't say no kicker. Uh, unproven kicker. What else do we have to worry about? Well, I mean, worked out for the Raiders and the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, both those. I mean, other than Tavek. It's, it's, not, it's not like Dustin Hopkins has been lights out. Right. You know, he's been okay for the last couple of seasons. But he's, yeah. he's had some some hiccups, some moments where I, I think back to last year, Cincinnati in, in London. Ugh. That's a that's a game you should win. The game's still going on. <laughs> the oh, game yeah. you should win. And he, he misses he misses a uh, uh extra point last week, which could have been crucial if San Francisco would catch some passes. That could have been a very oh, different yeah. outcome. Yeah, they had a too way too many drop balls to you know to the Redskins you know benefit, but Hopkins didn't come through there. So I'm, it's not if he's out. Okay, they're gonna have well, to outscore him. The Eagles corner. I mean, they're gonna have to take advantage of the corners. The Eagles they keep Cousins upright. They, they got outscore. Better and chance they, of winning this weekend: uh, the Maryland Terrapins or Washington Redskins. Redskins. Oh, come on. Who, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. Feel, I, I kind of feel a Terps upset brewing hey, potentially. Yeah. Maybe both. Are you the Terps and I can hey, see man. it happening. I'd take I can that. see it. I can see it happening. Now with Northwestern, just whoop Wisconsin's the, not that great. They're a little overrated. I don't think they're not the fifth Northwestern. I, I, that 24 and a half line makes me totally are they think worse that than Northwestern. Uh, they are not worse than Northwestern. You said the same no. thing about the 30 point line against Ohio State. And yeah, they I did. I did. they I did. covered that handily. How'd that go? 
Not too good. I don't know. I just am not ready to give up this Maryland team yet. They still have a really know. good All running right. game, and I think Warren Schlager, when he throws give, efficiently, they, can. They, they are I give about Durkin to, a ton of credit. They are about Me oh, too. I, I love what he's – I think going forward, he's going to build a contender in the Big Ten. They need to lock him up because he's going to Because the way he's recruiting and Although building, an AD right why now. Would you he, leave? he's getting a whole All lot right, of guess, great talent coming to that team right. that you never – that Friedgen or any other coach that was there – had gotten before. They need to lock up Walt, their offense coordinator, So he's too, got them he's going in, in, in the right direction. But we got off. What we talking about? The, I know. Well, I, I was just going to say the uh, skins. We're all over the place. Yeah, we're all over the place. We are DMV league. Sports Roundtable. Maryland yeah. College Park right up the road. <laughs> we're connecting Big the game. dots. Um, the uh, skins have not embarrassed themselves in primetime. First of all, you had the beatdown of the Raiders. Right. Yeah. Then you had the almost defeat of the, <laughs> which is a weird way to put it, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs won, but but yeah. just barely. So uh, uh, the uh, paranoid fan in me says I'm, this might be the embarrassment in I don't Philly. Think, I, I think we're kind of, and it might be premature to say, but with the, the, what you just mentioned and the Green Bay game added to that, I think they might, might, be over the primetime hunt. It's yeah. possible. They're not going to get run out of I the think, building. No. It's an NFC East game. And the Eagles' secondary and yeah. linebacking core isn't but good see, enough that, that they can see, stop Cousins. That's, that's the thing. Let's not get away from the running game because this is the problem I had with your boy Gruden, who likes Again, to get cute. I, you know what? When he wins, and then and then you're going to try to make him your no, boy. No, I'm then, not. Then I I'm not. It. I've never been a fan of his. I'll say it right now. I was not a fan of the wow. hire. I've never been a Trust fan me, of Gruden. He knows. He knows you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He don't know who the hell I am. But I mean, the play calling was. This this is the problem I have. Maybe it's it's what I, I grew up watching. This, by the way. Maybe, this, I didn't. <laughs> maybe it's what I, I grew up. No, this has been brewing for a week. That's true. What I grew up watching in in with the Redskins during the Gibbs era. You get up seventeen nothing mm-hmm. at home against a winless team. You get up seventeen nothing. To me, you take the air out of the ball. You run the ball. You 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 keep their offense on the sideline. You wear down the defense and you eat up the clock. Mm-hmm. And if you don't score another point, fine. But guess what? They won't either because you won't give them the opportunity. You don't continue to throw the ball all over the place and act like you don't have any running backs. You keep that other team in the game. That's what we keep doing. We keep giving teams life. We did that against Kansas City. If you score in the red zone and it's 14 nothing, you take the life out of Arrowhead. There's no killer instinct in this. I'm not going to say in this team. I'm going to say in this coach in the way that he calls plays. If the whole team had the mindset, and you could see the defense as the personality of Tom Sula and Minuski. They're nasty. They, they get after mm-hmm. it. The offense, they got Jay's personality, who's, who at times <laughs> looks lost. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. And is calling all these little cute plays here. You don't need to do that. Sometimes just get back to bases. At the end of the day, this is still the NFC East. And to win in the NFC East, you still have to grind it out and run the football to win certain games. You know, this is not college. You get up 17 nothing. you don't continue to throw the ball all over the place. Yeah, to make yourself look good in terms no. of uh, this, the rankings you and getting a better run ball. run yeah. the ball. Yep. I don't know who he thinks, if Rob Kelly is Walter Payton, but he when he's not playing, he thinks we can't run the football. P. Rhyme, when Demetri and I went to the game against the Raiders, listen, it was nothing sexy, but they gave the guy the football and he got two and a half, three That's yards every time. Run, set up. The, I couldn't agree more. That's Run, set up the pass. And I like P. Ron's low center of gravity. is built like a bowling ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, I just, I love if, my If I am a like safety that. or a linebacker, I do not want to run into him for four quarters. No. No. By the time you get to the fourth quarter, but go ahead. I'm making a business decision, as Dion would say. Get, get the hell out of my way. Well, let me ask you this, because I was 
thinking about this too. Jordan Reed not being 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's hurting this offense here too because, I mean, when he is on the field and playing as best as he can be playing, I mean, right. that's Kirk's guy. We could talk about all the Redskins receivers that we want. I think he looks at Reed first above anybody. And, I mean, when are we, are we ever going to see this guy 100%? I, I don't know. Probably um, not again. Yeah, I mean, well, that's... You know what? Then don't play him. Like, if, you, if you're going to do that... Put him yeah, out because there. he needs to get going. He needs. Yeah, he to has to it. get going. But at yeah. the same time, there was so many. Crowder needs to get going. Yeah. Doxon played 17 snaps. He After he scored more, the opening touchdown, why target. did he get? Rob it, Kelly. I just it. saw Rob Kelly is going to play. Yeah, I know he, he's, he's going to go this week. So that, I guess that means we're going to run the ball because the great yes. Rob Kelly is is going to be suited up. And so lim- now we have a running Norman game. and Breland were limited, but Jay said he trusts them both in the game if they play. I think they'll. I think they'll be fine. Trent didn't practice yesterday. But I don't expect Trent, Trent to practice the rest of the year. Trent is a, a, a warrior. <laughs> Trent will. He'll, he'll show up game day. I'm not worried about he him. He may not practice the rest of the year, which is <laughs> fine. But you know what? He doesn't have to because no, he, he shows up That's on game days. Yeah. I really don't care if he practices or not. But Doxson, my God, what? And then Jake turns around and says, "We didn't. You know, we got to find a way to get him. No, you do. Mm-hmm. You're the head coach. You're the play caller." Why wasn't he in there? Like, what are you doing? Get the handcuffs off of him. He scored two touchdowns for you. What more do you want him to do? He cannot show you more if you don't throw the ball. I thought prior, oh, I, I said in our last roundtable, I thought that was the week. This past week, he was supposed to break out, and I just, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just him and Kirk aren't on the same page or what. It, they're not. Clearly, they're not. No. And I don't know what it is or what needs to be worked out. But in the meantime, if there is no clear cut, Clear-cut number one, Reed is not healthy, Pryor is not living up to it. You have not gotten Crowder involved the way that you should. Why not let Breland get out there? Not Breland, excuse me. Why not let Doxon get out there and get some more snaps? You don't have a, you don't have a number one wide receiver. You know who his guys are, Chris Thompson and Vernon Davis. That's it. And Ryan Grant. Those are good guys, though, we have yeah. to say. They are. I, I, I'm not – they are. And this is another thing, and, and me and George, I think we talked about this uh, during the week. If you come out and say you don't want Chris Thompson to have a heavy load, you don't want him to Why get hurt to say be- that? because of his stature, you know, and his injury history, which I understand. And he's but then I turn around and cut, cut on the game last week. He's starting. Yeah. And he's who's in on first and second down? He is. What did Jay say? His ideal thing would be for him like eight carries a game, if that. Yeah. He said. How many yeah, did he get last week? Every time I turned around, he was he was in the Tell backfield. Tell you what, though, and he makes and that things tips your hand because the defense knows you're not going to run between the tackles with him too much. That means I know that not, that maybe nine times out of ten, or maybe seventy percent of the time, you're about to pass the ball because he makes if, things happen. Though he does make. I'm not taking anything away no, I know, from. I know. I'm just saying in terms of how the game was schemed last week. Yeah. And in the running game. You have a 17, like I said before, 17-point lead. You have a running back like Pete Ryan. You have a running back like Mac Brown who can run between the tackles and wear defenses down. You need to do that. If you keep putting – that's like if you keep putting Darren Sproles in the backfield. Okay, I know if you just ran him, Mm -hmm. you're not going to run him again. Mm -mm. So guess what? You're about to pass. Right. Whether it's to him or somebody else, you're about to pass. You're tipping your hand to me because I know you are not going to run him back-to-back times. And if you do – you're not going to run him for probably another four to five plays. And that lets me know, guess what? You're passing the ball. So you're tipping your hand. You're tipping your own hand. At at the Raiders game, there was a very loud woman behind Chi and me. (laughs) She was calling P. Ryan, P. Ryan. She's like, come on, P. Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, she was. Which was fun. She was fun. That was good. That was fun. (laughs) The Raider Nation came up strong for that. Oh, my uh, God. That was a little bit of a Are you going to Philly? 
No, not going to Philly. No. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, Vikings is my next game. Okay. What is that, sometime in November? George, you have to go to Philly because that's your job. I'm going to Philly, yeah. yeah. By the way, let me do a little plug before we get out of here. If you haven't seen it this week, and all you listeners out there, check out the uh, on the WTOP.com website. We did the Remembering RFK. Yeah, lots, and, lots uh, of really cool pictures the, uh, and videos. Did the Redskins tenure at RFK put together about four pieces on it some good pictures and things like that so go check it out if you haven't I already need seen to, it I need to do you WTOP.com the other day and I need to that was a lot of fun some old, got a chance, old sound bites and memories putting those together yeah, yeah. and a quick little plug I got to talk to James Brown thanks to that's George right. oh, so yeah. appreciate that JB's on there too <laughs> and, and that, that said I heard that story and it was uh, very James Brown mm. in that it wasn't about people with a lot of money at right. the poolside in LA or something it was about oh, a uh, DC family yep. uh, I want to talk to James Brown I know it was awesome. We'll bring him back. He can minute. talk, though. And, uh, was up to, it was up to 2.14. I got him in the air at 2.15. And I, how do you tell James Brown, ah, sorry, I got to go. go. Right. But luckily. <laughs> but he, uh, his favorite memory was taking uh, a D.C. family to RFK for a game yep. after they had experienced a very traumatic event. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that tells yeah. you everything about J.B. He's really about... Yep. Yep. Um, you know, Class ab- yeah, ab- everyday people, I guess, is one way to put it. Yeah, it's not about great. some story where he met a celebrity or something, of which he's met hundreds or oh, thousands, yeah. you know. Absolutely. So, hey, uh, predictions? I-, I don't mean a score. Is everybody thinking the kids are going to win Monday I night? I think so. I mean, I, I-, I think so. She doesn't. I, I don't think so no. either. I think I think the— Really? Yeah, not because I, I, it's I not because I want it that way. They, I don't want they, it that way. You can't. I mean, the Eagles are flying way too close to the sun right now. I understand and that, I, but I, I think... really do not think. And plus, they just they already played him. It's tough to it's tough to sweep. It, it is. is. It's tough, especially in this division. I figured. It's hard I said to sweep. At the beginning of the year, going to split with lot with them, everybody. So I'm going to stick with it. And I think that they were close in game one. Yes, the injuries will have a cons- uh, impact on the skins, but. This team is different. I think. I think. And, they, I, and they. I mean, Carson Wentz is the MVP. Eagles are the best team in the yeah. NFC. Come on. And and how long is you know I'm not convinced that Nelson Aguilar can keep up this charade as somebody who can actually oh, catch yeah. the football. Catch the ball. And then their running game is is divided and scattered. They're not sure if it's Smallwood, if it's Blunt. I mean, they they don't know where to go with their running game either. So I mean. I think I don't think it's not going to be a blowout on either side. I think it'll be a tough game. I think it's a shootout, 28-27. Eagles, I think, is kind of what we're seeing. Nelson Nick, Aguilar, too, I do believe in him. In the offseason, he sought psychiatric help to uh, cure his he's gonna drop have to, season. It seems to be working. Well, he's, 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 going to, he's going to have to be the one because <laughs> if if, if – uh, Oh my God! I'm going uh, blank. We got if Josh, if, if, if Josh plays, if, if Josh plays oh. Dunbar, then then if no, if Josh plays, I'm taking uh, Alshon Jeffrey just out of the equation completely. Well, here's my thing. I don't I'm, think I'm Lane Johnson's out, out again, right? The, the, the Eagles are like incredible when Lane Johnson plays. Yeah, Johnson is back. He's, yeah, he's so, out of concussion yeah. protocol. He will play. Yeah, so that that makes me nervous when, that, when he doesn't does. play. And then with no Allen on the line, also. You know they brought in uh, brought Francis is now going to be uh, up on the fifty three. They have to rotate. Oh, yeah, Terp. Yeah, yeah. They got to rotate in. I, I would love to, to, to find them to find a role for Lanier on this team. I mean, somewhere, you know, let him. You may see him now. It will, you will see yeah. him now, but how much in the right. rotation? Where are they going to put him? You know, because you you still have McGee and uh, the other fellow who I keep forgetting his name. Catalina. No, not him. Uh, McGee Wineman, and uh, the two the guys that we picked up. McLean. McLean. You know, they're going to rotate in Ziggy Hood and, you know, so it's going to be. Did they get? Did they cut Mabu? Is he gone or is yes. he on the practice squad? 
Gone. Oh, um, is he practice squad? Oh, he's he just gone. Squad. That's another one that's interesting too. Because uh, they somebody they kind of liked him in the beginning did, of the yeah. uh, of, of the off season. But I mean, Francis we'll Francis is a uh, he's a vet. So you know, Lanier is still young, so he doesn't yeah. have the have that advantage on on uh, on Lanier. I mean, if they if they rotate him and Minuski schemes it right, see that'll be the thing. It's not so much losing Allen, but the way Minuski schemes for mm-hmm. certain offenses, you know, whether you have your superstars out there or not, they still can win. They still can oh, yeah. make a difference because of the way that he schemes his defenses. All right. Good luck to the Skins, the Terps. Best of luck to Mr. Dusty Baker, yes. wherever wherever he ends up next. And the Wizards. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah, they're just getting started, so good stuff, hopefully. The DMV Sports Roundtable is on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and wtop.com. All you have to do is search podcast. As long as you're on wtop.com, check out the great RFK Stadium Series before they knock that thing down. For George and Jamal and Chris, I'm Dimitri. We'll talk to you next time.